0: Welcome to Vales World. It's the team! What's up, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, LaVell D. Munger, your host for Vale's World Podcast. Before we get started, y'all know where to find us at on all the social media outlets at Veil's World Podcast. If you would like us to be a guest or if you'd like to sponsor an upcoming episode, feel free to shoot us an email at veilsworldpodcast at ldmonger.com now let's get on with the good read so today's good read is the outsiders eight unconventional ceos and their radically rational blueprint for success by william n Thorndike. all right this is my i'm on my second go around with this book uh, for those that don't know, when I listen to audiobooks, I like to listen to all the audiobooks twice. Well, most, if they're not like twenty five four hours long, I will listen to the audiobook twice. And now I'm on my second go-round with this book. Man, it has been nothing less than amazing, just learning what a real CEO's purpose is and it also allowed me to see the difference between a, a good CEO and a good founder and the different attributes that correlate with those two different positions. The the question that this book sparked in me as well as just asked in the book, like what is a successful CEO? And most people may call you know, to mind a familiar definition, a seasoned manager, like a seasoned manager can be a, can, can become a, a, powerful CEO, someone with deep industry expertise that can be a great CEO, which in a couple books ago, I read that sometimes the best worker isn't necessarily the best manager, right? Because when you promote some your best worker to a manager, now you lose two people, because especially if he or she lacks great management skills, right? So you have this person that was a great worker that becomes a manager, and now they're not doing good as a manager, but you already lost the worker because you promoted them and you can't demote them. <laughs> so it's, it's weird. And it, and it kind of translate with this as a good manager manager not is not necessarily the best CEO. Now you can groom, now if you prepping this individual, you can groom this person to be what you need them to be. But just because they're good at managing, just because they're good at working doesn't mean they are a great fit without training for the next position above them. With this book, It was unconventional because they were talking about different people that came from different departments, that came from different industries that was able to lead Fortune 500 companies to the promised land, which was. Amazing. Some people believe CEOs have to have charisma and things like that. You know, yeah, it's good. You know, virtuoso communication skills. Yeah, you know, that's cool. A confident management style. You know, yeah, that's cool. But what really matters is can you run an organization? That's what matters. What is the hallmark for an exceptional CEO and their performance? And it's actually easy. It's the returns for the shareholders of the company over a long term. Like how much money are you offering or are you providing for the shareholders? How are you managing finances? Those things are important. So when you ask about what are what's the best quality of a CEO, it's literally just what's the return for the shareholders over a long period of time? What does this return look like? Can I get 10X within the next seven years? So that's why I like this book. It, Warren Buffett, Charlie Munger, ah, Perina. The list goes on and on and on and on. So many dope CEOs that I learned about in this book. And that's why I'm glad I'm able to listen again and jot down some notes and really just indulge into as much of the lessons that they were teaching so that I can one day be just as successful if not even more successful as them so again the outsiders eight unconventional ceos and a radical rational blueprint for success by william n Thorndike. and again if y'all like this book if y'all have some other book suggestions feel free to hit us up on facebook twitter and instagram at veils world podcast you also can email us at veils world podcast at ldmonger.com so now let's get to what's pop it's been an interesting 7 days team USA basketball is ass. I think I can officially say that. The chemistry isn't there. They're not having fun. It's it's just a hot mess right now. COVID is has killed a lot of the players. Believe one of the games got forfeited. And now we lost the last four out of five games. So the exhibition and then the first game against France, which is weird. So either the rest of the world are catching up on the basketball scene, or I think it's safe to say that we don't have our best players playing for Team USA right now. And it shows. So that's a huge setback. But before the Redeem team, I guess we can say that we were pretty ass then. So <laughs> there's no huge separation in all of this because the redeem the dream team and the redeem team are the really the only two teams that we know. And everything in between and before are kind of just happened. So maybe we in that phase of things just happening. I'm interested in seeing like Zion, Trey Young, Ja, and the rest of them boys, Lonzo mellow bi seeing what they do in the future uh, for team usa i think that'd be pretty solid but right now yeah i'm just gonna hit and call this this year for usa basketball a COVID year because <laughs> them boys are ass they're not having fun don't even look like they like each other they're not playing as a unit i don't know what's going on but i'm not even going to hope for them to get it together COVID cases are spiking. They are going up again, which I'm not surprised. If you look at the NBA Finals, Milwaukee, they said they had over 65,000 people outside. Wow, that's crazy during the pandemic. Rolling Loud was over the weekend. Again, wow, that's crazy. So there's all these events that cater towards large crowds that are happening and <laughs> and this is the result. Outside of, I I believe they rushed the vaccine, and that's why individuals, we learn as we go, so that's why individuals are continuing to catch the virus that have been vaccinated, because it wasn't able to be tested over a long period of time. So that's why the 18 months is important, and it's pivotal to really test and figure out how long does this vaccination work. So although they say we have the Delta um, variant of COVID, I don't, and I'm not, I'm no scientist, but I don't think there's necessarily a new strand of COVID. I believe that because everyone is being less cautious as we were last year, that it's allowing more interaction for individuals to get COVID. No one is wearing masks anymore. There's no restrictions on meeting spots and gatherings. So this is the result, regardless if you're vaccinated or not, because it shows that people that have been vaccinated are catching COVID again, that really doesn't matter. It's the fact that no one is wearing masks anymore. No one is adhering to small gathering protocols. Everything has been thousand people here and there, which are super spreader events. And that's what's happened as a result of that. So yeah whoever said, you know, we can take the mask off and all this other weird stuff and start opening up the world again. This is the result of that. And I wouldn't, I won't be surprised if there's another shutdown in the near future, in the near future. I wouldn't be surprised at all. And my dog, Future. Future Hendrick. Don't know the lady name, but apparently this lady said that Future offered her $5,000 for sex, which is hilarious. It's like, if you listen to his music and everything, all you got was five thousand. All you got offered was five thousand. That's pretty cheap. That's pretty on the low. Pretty on the low end. I, you know, Birkins and and flying out and all type of stuff could have happened. And you bragging over five thousand dollars, not even ten thousand, five thousand dollars. So. That was interesting. Of course, Future came out, said that's capped. I don't even know her, and I don't, I'm not interested in getting to know her. Never seen this lady damn my life. And we know Future be capping, too. So it's like, uh, maybe she is capping, maybe he capping. We we just don't know. She I feel like if she was really about that, she would have shared a screenshot or something to really prove it. So she might be doing it for the clout. And it's working, so it worked. Instagram, Vixen, model, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, so that's what's popping Around here, if anything's going on around you and your world, something you want to let me know, feel free to hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Vales World Podcast. If you want to keep it private, y'all can email me at Vales World Podcast at LDMunger.com. And now, the hottie toddy topic. <laughs> the hottie toddy. I'm, I am hilarious. Ah, man, man, man. So, a couple years ago, I believe it was 2019, probably in the fall or early 2020. Met this young lady, beautiful. Well, she was actually a little older than me, but beautiful. Nice energy, nice spirit when she not being crazy. And uh, went out a couple times. Schedules made things very complicated just with meeting up. But when we did meet up, we put the effort in. it, It actually happened. So we had a couple cool outings. One day she pulled up. It almost went there, but honestly, I wasn't. I didn't know where we were and the terms of our relationship to think that it was safe to have sex just because I know what sex means to to a lot of people. Uh, So being responsible of that and being conscious of the energy that people are giving off, the words that they're saying, the actions they're taking. So making sure that I'm not putting myself and us as a unit in a position to lose. And what that looks like is we cool now, all of that. Then we have sex, and then everything kind of goes down the drain. So being responsible, not believe it or not, I don't have sex with everybody. Dun dun dun. <laughs> I know you all can't believe that, uh, especially if you good people. If I if I see you as a good person. I'm not too quick to to have sex because I know the consequences of that. Like, is, is it worth sacrificing a good person? It's hard to find good people out here in, these, in this world. So is it worth sacrificing good people over just wanting to get your dick wet? <laughs> and in most cases, it's not. So when we, was, when we was chilling, you know, some things happened, some pages changed, and we didn't communicate effectively about it. So I got ghosts. And then she popped back up again. It was really no hard feelings because I honestly believe that people that I know that people do what's in the best interest of them. Either that's protecting themselves or, you know, whatever it is. So I don't I don't take it personal. It's like it is what it is. Me, opposite in most cases, I typically make decisions and things like that based off the ba- best interest of the other person, which I used to have a bad job of making those decisions without consulting the person. Uh, so now I do a better job of communicating that with the individual so that it's a us decision or choice opposed to me just making the decision and rolling with it because I believe it's the best. Even if it is the best decision, it doesn't necessarily come out right if you don't involve that person. One person making a decision for two people isn't always the best bet. Sometimes you have to introduce that person into the process of creating a solution so that it can be a, agreed upon outcome by both people. Everyone feels included. Everyone feels like they've been heard. Everyone is a part of the outcome. So things can go a lot smoother. I learned that the long way, <laughs> but I'm glad I learned it. And for this situation, you know, it just happened. It is what it, you know, it is what it is. And then we was able to communicate about it down the line. So then she spent the block uh, a couple months ago, which was crazy because uh, I wasn't expecting it. And it was just like, yeah, I miss you. And da da. We should hang out soon and da-da-do-da-do. Again, just time, my lifestyle schedule has really changed so communication just eliminated again so good guess i got ghost again and a couple days ago i found out she's engaged and she got engaged earlier this month so that's that's an incredible i'm happy for her again i feel like people make choices and decisions in their best interest which there's nothing wrong with that and i'm glad that she was able to spin the block and we was able to have some sort of closure to whatever the hell that we was going through and what was going on which is pretty cool, man. It's solid, man. I, I just love that. But if i known that she was spending a block for one last time, I probably would've hit. If I would've known this was gonna be the outcome a couple months later, I probably would've hit. <laughs> just because y'all know when people get married, it might be a, a forever thing. So now that she's married, or getting married, and about to be married, I ain't finna be all on that. <laughs> so that, that's pretty much how that go. My profile used to always say, you're only as good as the, the sex you turn down. And I have turned down a lot of poom poom, just because the fear of losing good women in my life, and are the consequences behind just leading someone wrong and just playing with people' feelings, I'm I'm not about all that stuff. So even if we are having sex, and I and we we believe that sex is hindering our relationship and whatnot, I am the first person to be like, okay, well we don't have to have sex then. Let's focus our energy in other spaces and be there for each other in other spaces opposed to sexual. If that's the case, and really standing on that, some women they they. Don't don't believe like oh it's cool then, and they think that i'm lying but like no if this is going to save us in our relationship i rather us not have sex at all and that's what i do i just don't have it which is great because sex isn't everything sex is not everything like there's more things to the table that you can bring there's more things to relationship that you can offer other than sex just having a feminine perspective is good in most cases because i'll be tripping sometimes so i need to ask, i need to have somebody there that i can actually like, am i tripping and them to be able to give me an honest response especially like even if it's like even if I'm not tripping but it's the perspective needed from a woman's point of view and i being able to bounce ideas in that space and just being around women like being around that energy is great like I grew up with my mom I grew up with my grandmother, I grew up with my baby sister. So just being around women, it's it's great. It allows me to feel manly, <laughs> uh, and it again, it doesn't have anything to do with with sex. And it's a lot of women that I I believe that you know sometimes I realize, oh man, I should have hit uh, when I had that opportunity, that one chance and for some, whatever reason, it was a, a blown opportunity. Either they, either I didn't have a condom, either they were just too emotionally invested. And I felt like us having sex will lead us to darkness. Either they were just crazy and sex wasn't going to make them no less crazy. So just being mindful and responsible and respectful. And in all situations, in all decisions, making sure that stop, consider, then respond. And that's just... With life in general, but especially in this age, as it pertains to sex, you know, you have to make sure that consent is there. You have to make sure so many different things are there surrounded around sex before going into the act of sex. A lot of the rules from 10 years ago, 20 years ago are completely different than the rules are now. And even if it was given, like it was, man, I was with this one chick. I just knew she was crazy. She looked like the type that would get drunk just to okay in her mind to have sex and then have sex and then regret it and say it was not consensual because she was drunk so i had to avoid that situation altogether. Like i don't even want to i don't even want to hit under these conditions i don't even i don't even want to should have hit like i don't even regret that at all so just again being responsible and knowing the space that you and that potential you know partner is in figuring out like hey is this a short-term pleasure or is this a or could this create long-term trauma on both parties yeah so i'm happy for my dog got engaged that's great i'm debating if i want to shoot a congratulation tag i found out i found out very weird though i found i found out facebook because it was like suggested people for friends and i seen it i'm like oh this look familiar so i seen his page i'm like oh this look familiar i'm like oh that's her oh she got engaged uh, so that's how i found out which is hilarious but i might just leave it alone i might just leave it alone then no, i'm lying Probably try to get RTW to shoot the wedding. What's good. So yeah, man, thank y'all for tuning in. Peace and love. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Join me in my journey to success by following on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Vails World Podcast. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns you would like to address, or you just want to sponsor our feature on an upcoming episode, email me at Vales World Podcast at ldmonger.com. Vales World can be heard on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, share, leave a review or a voice message, and more importantly, support. For as little as 99 cents a month, we can take this thing a long way. Love. It's the team.